Here's what a lot of people tell you if you ask them whether the scallop fishery is well managed. Oh, I think it's great. The way it's being managed is, is very good. I believe it's a very well-regulated industry. I think the harvest is being managed compared to any other fishery in New England fabulously. That was two former scallop fishermen, a scientist, and an environmentalist. They all agree that the New England Fisheries Management Council is doing a good job at keeping the scallop population sustainable and allowing fishermen to make a good living. Michael Quinn's family has been in the scallop industry for 30 years. He believes it's well-managed partly because of the collaboration between fishermen and researchers. We take scientists directly on our vessels. We go out to sea with them. We're living with these people for a week at a time, doing all the data together. David Bethany, who is a research faculty member at the University of Massachusetts Dartmouth, is one of those scientists. He helps track the scallop population by doing what's called drop camera surveys. That's when researchers attach cameras to a big metal square frame and drop it to the bottom of the ocean. They take pictures of the scallops, and then Bethany, along with others, uses that data to help figure out how much fishermen can catch and which areas should be opened or closed for fishing. Bethany says there are actually a lot of scallops in the North and Mid-Atlantic Ocean right now. The past few years, really 2012 and 13, we saw this incredible recruitment of scallops and it's resulted in the highest biomass we've ever observed. But Bethany says scientists don't know exactly why that happened. It could be a combination of closing off areas to fishing, a higher presence of food, and fewer predators. Whatever the reason, there's more scallops. But it turns out that's not entirely positive. The point of closing fishing areas is to give scallops a few years to double in size so fishermen can catch the most valuable meat. But Bethany says that's not what scientists observed in areas with dense scallop populations. There's scallops that are probably about five years old in there and they're only 70 to 80 millimeters shell height on average. By that age, scallops should be around 100 millimeters. So regulators were left with a dilemma. Do they open the areas for fishing regardless of the scallop's size because of how old they are? Or do they keep the areas closed and wait for the scallops to grow, but then risk them dying before they're harvested? The Management Council decided to open the areas, and their plan is under review by federal regulators. The new plan is projected to result in more than 60 million pounds of scallop landings over the next fishing year. That's compared to just two decades ago, when the average landings were less than 16 million pounds. So welcome to Stan Marine Outfitters. This is our store. Jim Rigo works at Standard Marine Outfitters in New Bedford, a commercial and recreational fishing supply store. Before going shoreside, he fished scallops for more than 20 years. Rigo's close friend opened the store less than a year ago with money he made in the scallop business. Right now, the average scallop price is about uh, $12, so the price is really good right now. That's $12, sometimes more, for 10 scallop meats per pound at the Port of New Bedford. Rigo says smaller scallops, such as 20 or 30 meats a pound, can cash in at around $9. But even at $9, if you brought in 10,000 pounds, that's $90,000, so it's still pretty good. Rigo doesn't have any worries about the value of scallops diminishing because he's confident in the way the industry is managed. The data can only get better because they're getting direct results. It can't get askew when you have a science company with a fishing company hand-in-hand -hand fishing. But even though scallop management seems to be going swimmingly, pun intended, Peter Shelley with the Environmental Advocacy Group, Conservation Law Foundation, has his concerns about New Bedford's dependence on the animal. If the port allows itself to sort of fall into that fantasy that sea scallops will last forever, they're making themselves really vulnerable 
to uh, unforeseen changes in the future. Those unforeseen changes being climate change. There have been concerns about ocean acidification thinning scallop shells, which could weaken their defense against predators. Climate change could also impact water currents, which could change the distribution of scallop larvae or their food. Shelley does give the port credit for preparing for the future by diversifying their business opportunities, such as investing in the offshore wind industry. But he sees a lack of sufficient urgency to bring change. The port's executive director, Edward Anthes Washburn, agrees there's not a lot of urgency because things are going well. But he says the port officials haven't been complacent. We have the infrastructure here. We have the ice houses. We have the fuel barges. We have um, the auctions, the offloading facilities here. And, you know, we're, we're going to always be working to stay uh, as the number one fishing port. No one can know for sure what the future holds for the port of New Bedford or for the scallop fishery. But Jim Rigo from Standard Marine Outfitters knows for him, one thing will always be true. You can't beat a scallop wrapped in bacon. So, yeah, scallops will be good forever. Avery Brookins, Rhode Island Public Radio.